0: What's going on y'all, it's Foul the Leader here, we're here for Villanova Radio, what's going on? I ain't heard a lot, I know it's been a three game losing streak, everybody crazy with it. Let's talk about it. We're going to talk about this unbelievable losing streak, man. Later, we radio here at Villanova Radio. Yeah. Yo, you know me, K-I-S-S Here's the death LP Soon it comes for y'all Less, less metallic green paint on me and all of the S.S. Now And I figured the mall link dead to let's rest Love how I'm hurting, your track Water poly, but I'm sorta of all the reach Like the dirt on your back Hand to hand like I'm in the back And I work out on my arms So I have no problem working the back Uh, never been a toe stepper Side switcher, a bench jumper I was a 10, the. conference 10, 10, 10 all right now listen we gotta um talk about this three-game losing streak it's simple it's not even really hard to get on it's not really hard to get on about you know bad it's just they're young and there's mistakes and they're hitting they're hitting that wall you know jay wright figured out something good he figured out exactly what he needs to do to get this team into a, a good function. But at the same time, there are more experienced teams. And like always, also there are teams that aren't ex- as experienced that just end up getting them. They're just not as dominant because they don't have the experience. If, if Jay Wright is, no question. I don't give a care. What talent's on the floor for any team? If they had the experience, if Devin, Devin Shinzo and Spellman would have came back this year, nobody would be beating them in the biggies. They'd be undefeated. It's not a single talent right now because the start lineup will be Phil Booth, DiVincenzo, okay? It'd be Eric Pascal, Amari Spellman, and Sadiq Bey, the way it's looking right now. You know? So, as we look at that starting five, you try to tell me who's going to stop that starting five. That's a championship. That's a championship. So, you know, things are different. Uh, Samuels is a little scared straight on shooting. He got to take over. He got to show his talent, but he's not ready this sophomore year. It's good to see his development, though, because from last year to this year, it's a mighty leap. He's playing good defense. He's athletic. He's the most athletic person on the floor. He hasn't figured out how to create his own shot yet and and, and where to place himself right now. I think he's so into, you know, just Pascal, is Booth, and I think he's so into Seeing them do their thing. And you look at Bay. Everybody want to talk about Bay. Bay is good. Bay is the most progress rookie here, but Bay had mistakes too. As good as he can score, how come he can't take over games when Booth is like he stops, dead stops? I mean, I know we say a lot of great things about Bay, but he stops when it's time to help out Booth and Pascal, period. Just like, just like Colin Gillespie, even though he's better than the guys that don't step up, you know, when it's time to like Gillespie. You know, Dada can't step up right now. I mean, Dada's time and how to use him, it's not like they feed feeding him the ball. But people like Samuels and Gillespie, they get the ball in their hand more than Dada does. Dada does his job. Look at his shooting percentage. Look at his shooting percentage. The guys they need to step up are Gillespie, Samuels, and Bay. Period. But it's so hard for me to sit there and just... I have to do it, though. But it's so hard for me to put the dagger into these guys because they're young. Jay Wright, listen, you, you, don't sit here and tell me Kentucky and Duke, they are all five stars, even on the bench. So somebody, most of the time, five people are going to be ready or three people are going to be ready to carry their team. Look Kentucky now. It took them a long time to gel up. Now look at them. They're near number one seed. A hero is a beast. You know, they got so many guys on that team that's going to be, you know, NBA draft picks. And he just tried to sort them out. And look what you can do. Duke freshman teams the last two years have been on another level, man. I mean, Jesus Christ. Duke has just had the last two years recruiting classes that, you know, Jesus. So just no way you can look at the number nine rated recruiting class and say, oh, they all going to carry it. No, it's not how it happened. When the 2018 class came in, I mean, the 2017 class came in. Look look what they had to be at. Gillespie had great. You know why he's ready? He, You know why he has a sense of urgency right now, and the sense of his IQ was even bigger? Because he had a chance to sit back and learn from Brunson and Booth and DiVincenzo. Dada had a chance to learn from a guy like, you know, um, from Michael Bridges, and Pascal, then you got to sit back and see Spellman do his thing. Even in Spellman, you had Bridget and Pascal on the front court who carried the load. And Spellman was just a surprise. I mean, it was great. And then you brought in Dada. I mean, it's just a different game right now. So everybody has to, you know, just chill out. And, and, you know, they'll be back into a run mode. I'm pretty sure there's a sense of urgency that Jay Wright has at the three-game losing streak. Expect a lot of differences to come through. Now, let's talk about Quinterly. Is it time for Javon Quinterly? Yes. I think it is. It's not knocking Colin. He's just not ready. It's just not his position. You're putting too much pressure on him. This is college basketball. In high school, he had the ground you're putting too much pressure on him right now. In this sense, in in his sophomore year, there is too much pressure to be on a champ, to lead a championship, national championship team. This is the next championship program. And then, you know, the Big East is clamps. He finds out the clamps they put on you in the Big East. It's unbelievable the clamps they put on you in the Big East. So, in all honesty, we have to give... Colin, a little bit more, you know, credit. He's done a good job, but he's not ready for the role they need at point guard. When Jalen Brunson was, wasn't able to score, guess who was there? Archie Diacono. Booth came off the bench. They sometimes they bring Josh Hart around. That's what happens. When Brunson didn't have to score, guess who he had? DeVincenzo. He had Booth. Colin Gillespie don't score. He got Booth. That's it. And then you got to go to the front court with Pascal. It's only one guy in the front court, one guy in the back court this time. People have to step up. Period. If Colin, I'm on this. Listen, I love his family. Those are my people. Gillespie's true basketball family. You hear what I'm saying? But I'm going to say this. He's not ready. That's just it. He's not ready. He, that man is not ready. This is Nova Nation. He's an attacker, and John Javon Quinley is it. That man comes in. He's been working hard. He's been being patient. He's been sitting back. He's been chilling. Listen, crazy. All right, now we're going to get off there and go to this football. I want to talk about the football team. I just wanted to roll on that. We'll roll on basketball. I just, you know, got up, and I'm like, listen, football team, come on. All right, but we're going to talk more about this basketball team. This basketball team, later on, we're going to talk about that, and we're also going to talk about the recruiting class, and we're also going to talk about we're a recruiting class big time between the football football class number two on Hero Sports. Jesus, that football team. Was, I, listen, I've been covering for a couple years now. All right? I remember when they got Damone Drew. He was the number one recruit out of that class. Number two is Trajan Anderson. Yeah, Trajan Anderson, Kyle McGloseley, who's out there playing at Penn State, doing a good job out there in basketball. He's getting time. And you got um Trajan Anderson and Damone Drew, who will have big roles this year. I'm telling you right now. That is the certified big thing there when you talk about um the team's of Villanova and what they uh, bring to the table. Seriously. What Villanova brings to the table. I just gotta, you know, be more and more and more into this on, on football because this football team is about to take the next level. Shout out to Nathan Pagan, who got um, hired, he's a tight ends coach. I'm talking about tremendous job with tight ends, brought the best out of all of them. And then you move up to receivers coach, which is going to be, I'm really like excited because what he did with the tight ends was something, all of them, Simone, uh, Simon, excuse me, Todd um, and Ryan, all of them guys produced. So when we come back, man, we're going to talk about this football recruiting class on Father Leader, Villanova Radio. Tell me coming out I'm pulling some love in my clips I'm writing down names I'm making a list I'm checking it twice And I'm getting them hit The real ones been dying The fakeness is hit. The game is all balanced I'm back on my shit The Bentley is dirty My snippets are dirty But that's how I like it You all on my dick I'm all on my bag It's hard as be dead I do not feel tired I may take a sip I might hit the stuff But I'm not gonna trip I ain't got no fear But you do as you wish I roll with some feelings I love you I got a few years But now I'm not them bitch What good is the bread my niggas is dope My good is the bread And my niggas can't sit. That's, my next mission. that's why I can't quit. to am trying to and my niggas more chips. Just put the rolling right back on my wrist. That's why I'm sleeping drizzly and me a gift, Back when the rack was trained, I missed it. I can let this thing not go But I never be for the niggas for nothing. They just go for it's gonna be the tip. It won't be for clout. It won't be for pain. It won't be because my shit ain't selling the same. It won't be to sell you my latest no singers. It won't be because some niggas sit on my lane. Everything grows contested to change. I love you. The niggas don't glad that you came. I hope that you scrape every dollar you came. I hope you don't know need to waste the pain. The I'm you, the I greatest right now. Fuck if you feel me, you ain't got a choice. I ain't, ain't no to that noise. This shit be different. I set my intentions. I promise to slap all that hate out your voice. And tell me I'm telling my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing their names, I'm making my list I'm checking their and I'm getting them shit. The real was been dying, the back are lit, the gamers are falling, I'm back on my shit. The belly is dirty, my singers is dirty, but that's how I like it. You're all on my dick. I just pour something in my cup. I just hold something I can feel I'm a we got in. Yeah, it's my cut right there. It's Middle Child by J. Cole, man, on that break right there. Listen, breaking down the football class. I'm just going to say this, man. We talked about Jaquan Allen. Jaquan Allen was an unbelievable get. I'm just excited about the guy because I've always said Villanova needs a game breaker. They got Changa Hodge. They got Changa Hodge, man. It's time for Changa Hodge. It's time for Changa Hodge, man. I, I, I just can't say it enough. And then you bring in a guy who can. Yes, Jaquan Allen. Three star athlete by 247. You know, he plays some defense, but man, he had 48 receptions for 1,185 yards and 14 touchdowns for East Hartford High School. I mean, this kid is 70, the seven, the ranked number 70 among FCS recruits by Hero Sports. He's the real deal. And he can come right in and he can start. He's 6'2, good size. I mean, he, he, good, good control when he's in the air to get that ball, to concentrate his technique, the routes he runs. You, you put him and Tenga Hodge on both sides. we're talking about with, with a 6'7 quarter, mobile quarterback. We're talking about there's going to be some guys that are going to have a lot of trouble against Villanova. And then you got two good tight ends right there in Simon and Ty, you know, Ty Summons and Simon Benjilis, who both can catch the ball. They're both 6'4 and up. That's size. I just like the sound. I think he's gonna be a guy that comes in and 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 and, and fights for time automatically. Connor Watkins. Connor Watkins. The 82nd ranked FCS recruit out by Hero Sports. Shout out to um Hero Sports. Love him a lot, man. Shout out of 247. Um now the people might call him a pro style quarterback. Like I said, I, I wrote I, I, I wrote the evaluation. I said people might call him a pro style quarterback, but this man can run. Last year, he had 480 yards rushing. All right, 30 touchdowns, 30 passing touchdowns, 10 rushing. But he got hurt. I mean, he only played five games last year, but he still had 903 yards, and 10 touchdowns, two interceptions, letting you know. I mean, he's a productive guy. It was really important for Villanova, and I think they recognized to get another quarterback and get a productive, start looking, recruit a little better at the quarterback position. They did. Getting quiet at Isabel kind of walking, man, that all that does solidify. And in 2020, there's a Ricky Ortega, the number one recruiting target, Ricky Ortega. Ricky Ortega is that good. And I think if they can get him, that will I mean Villanova's looking to they want to be the best team in the FCS. There's no doubt about it. And they knew they had after, you know, getting Mike Mark Ferranti to um be the coach, you know, things have to start over sometimes. But it's not that easy on the transition. Some people can make an easy transition. Some people can't. And he did a great job. I listen, he knew he had to make changes. A lot of people was like, Oh, the coaches for Villanova. And I was just like, go with it. You know, we'll see what happens. And we'll, I just believe in the vision until they, they believe they don't need it. I knew it was some bad play calling last year. I knew it was some, uh, questionable development last year. And um, especially at the quarterback position with uh, people like Zach B. And then, you know, the receivers, I guess. I mean, but all in all, it had to be some type of change. Defensively, had to be a change. Just had to make some changes. And Villanova's making those changes. And I think they are really coming for the, it's going to be something. Watch out for Villanova this year. Um, last year I said the same thing, right? Yeah, I did. Because they had the talent. But when you make changes and you come in with the number two recruiting class, I'm sorry, this expectation is, is better than last year's because now you got some guys who are experienced from last year's team from last couple of years that came from some good recruiting class. Then you bring in the number two recruiting class. Then you, you revamp the coaches. See, now there's a move. Chris Bowden, at offensive coordinator, he's a, he's a Villanova alumni, um, that's great, familiar with the culture, that's going to be super huge. Shout out to Joe Trainer and Venuto, uh, San Venuto, who were coaches for uh, Villanova, did a wonderful job, wonderful job, a, sen- a sensational job. So there's nothing to say about that at all. Brian Flynn, another guy, Um, He's went on to Princeton. Hey, listen. Good coaches go. Good coaches got opportunities. That's just what it is. Jack Stanton. See, this is crazy. He's the 23rd best FCS recruit by Hero Sports, but he was a defensive player. 6'4", 235, nine fbs offers. This guy, you know, had 63, 63 tackles and five sacks. He was a beast. But, see, he's a very athletic guy, too. That's why he was able to get what he got. 12 tackles for losses. What you get with him is you get an athletic guy that's going to end up playing tight end. And it's going to be something to see how those tight ends develop. He's 6'4", 235. He has size. So, it's big. So, we'll see exactly. uh, It's interesting to see his development on this as a tight end. He has great athleticism. It's going to be great to see what he does. Josh Slay, the 24th ranked FCS recruit. This one was a great one. It was a great get. Around signing period, I mean, he was a lot of people were after him, including AFBS offers. I mean, he he made Villanova uh, um, made a great imp- ah, and great impression on him. Excuse me, y'all, paper cut, crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, Slay was an absolute monster. 139 tackles. Anytime you get 10 and over, tackles for a loss. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, you just know that's that guy when the ball snaps, whoever has the ball in the hand, he's coming. And wherever the ball is, I mean, 12 tackles for a loss, that means when the ball snaps, he's looking for that ball quicker than anybody. I like that the the fact that Villanova likes to stack up their secondary and their linebackers. And these last couple of of, of recruiting classes, they have started to say, you know what, defensive line is important too, and offensive line. So this has been, I, everybody talking about what's going on. Villanova knows this already. Don't think Andy Talley ain't sitting back in in the cut like, listen. <laughs> Not, don't think the Godfather ain't sitting back like, Mark, listen, Mark, Mark. Mark, you got to change. You got to change. your coach your staff. You got to change. I know I had those guys, but it's not working. Ain't <laughs> you no know, big Andy Tally, man. I mean, but so, you know, Villanova's a culture from football. They've won an national championship in football in the 2000s. Check it. So they know what they're doing. Everybody calm down right now. All the, all the parents of recruits, calm down. If your kid is good, he's gonna get on the field. All right. Jeron Hayek, man, he's an elite. Listen, on both sides of the ball from defense to offense, another three-star if they got another three-star. He's gonna be playing receiver. And and damn it, that was a great choice. Because he had 65 passes caught for 1,161 yards and 15 touchdowns. Not to mention 427 rushes for four touchdowns on 40 carries. He's a weapon. He's somebody that I think if Villanova chooses to, they can use him in so many different ways. Swiss Army Knife. 29th best recruit by, F- F- uh, by Hero. FCS recruit by Hero Sports. T.D. A.L. Listen, if you want to see, he reminds me of J.A.J.I.E. He has the power. He has the speed. Um, after losing Jonathan Malaku, which was a big loss, he's a three-star running back. He went to Penn, um, rushing 1,200 yards for 19 touchdowns. I mean, what you got? The 99? He, he rated 99 in, uh, among FCS recruits for um, Hero Sports. He's a good. I mean, this was just a good pickup because they were going between him and Latrell Palmer, a running back who committed, you know, elsewhere. I think it was uh it was James Madison. If I'm not mistaken, James Madison, Latrell Palmer, went off to James Madison. But see, the thing is, T D is it probably was the best, the the better pickup. That's what I get at. I think he was the better pickup. When you look at T D and look at what he brings to the table. I mean, it continues again, because right after Jalen Jackson and Damone Drew and Justin Covington, you got TD de Derajay. And I think he could become a big back. And and Jalen's gonna be here for a minute. And when Justin Covington goes, you still got guys like him that are gonna be here running with Jalen Jackson. Damone Drew. You no, know, Covington will be a junior this year. I got an interview with him on uh VU Sports. I mean the New York the New York star. He's going to have a big year this year. He's going to be a good, um, he'll be a good player because of the experience even more. So you have to understand that when you look at certain players on this, uh, that I've already named, you look at certain players on the little football, we, I mean, all these guys have great and elite skill sets and to have great and elite skill sets, you know, even more than in the last couple of years. I think this is the best class, even a better class than um, the 2017 class that, you know, the ones that brought in Forrest Ryan and, you know, Malik Fisher and um, Trajan Anderson and Josh Patrick and, you know, um, Amos and. Guys that came in and immediately impacted. And then I, I had, um, you know, uh, Coach Ross Pennypacker, who was the defensive line coach. He came out and he said, Oh, uh, well, they don't mean nothing. Talking about the, the recruiting class. And I mean, let me clear this up for people, because people hit my inbox crazy. Can you believe him? Why would he say that about the kids? And they're like, they don't mean nothing. No, that ain't what he, I had to exp- I mean, I had a lot. Thanks, Ross. I had a lot of explaining to do for you. <laughs> this is my guy, Ross Penny Pack. But, um, I mean, it was so many parents are very emotional and fans are too, man. You know, you had a couple people who liked that, you know, because they knew about Ross. Ross didn't mean nothing about it. He just mean like, listen, man, you don't want guys to get too big headed or wh- where they're placed and who they are. They have to, it's about team football and all this, that, and the fourth. Yeah, that's, that's what it, that, That's real, though. He's telling the truth. It's nothing. It's nothing what he's saying is wrong. He didn't mean nothing by it. He just want guys to get on the field and prove it. That's it. And come on y'all. Y'all being too sensitive. All right. Um he's not taking away from what these kids have earned and who good good they are. And 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 what they he's not doing that. So stop it. He's a coach. He just want these guys to come in there and work. That is it. All right. Now, to be totally honest with you, if I'm looking right now at this class and we go, we make a big, big uh a big roll toward Wyatt Hummel. And this is why I'm here because Billy Hambrook, Jaden Riley, and Wyatt Hummel were I'm so happy about how they went after these guys. Last year you had Matt Mazza, Nicholas Torres, James Petrovic. Now those were three guys that could, I mean, Torres is going to be in the, the conversation. Big, big Torres is going to be in the conversation for tackle. He'll be there. He'll be there to, to make that probably. Matt Mazza could play from guard to center and Petrovic is a good guard who can, you know, possibly play some tackle because he has that nastiness to play tackle, but he's, I think he'll be better at guard. Now, Looking at these guys, man, Humble's going to challenge. He's going to challenge for that tackle position. He's going to challenge for it. Wyatt Humble is a 6'6", 300-pound beast, One hundred sixty six, 162nd-rated FCS recruit by Hero Sports. I mean, it's just a, a strong dude. I mean, they find some real mammoth, big, I mean, gargant. These guys are big, and he's 6'6", 6, 6, 300. And he was a two-star out of 247. Watch yourself. This guy could come in and start right away. Billy Hambrook. Billy Hambrook is my favorite off. This kid is a net throwback. 90s. Let's talk about the 90s. Let's talk about uh Lomas Brown. Let's talk about um Bruce Matthews. Alright? Let's talk about Tony Baselli. That type of nastiness. I'm talking about nastiness. We're talking about nastiness. Billy Hamburg will beat you up like you're a stepchild. Boo, 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 boo. No, stop. Boop, boop. That's, that's the, like, the people he be. Have you seen this kid play football? I mean, he might put fear in some of y'all. You don't like you don't like the rawness. Get out of the get out the get out the stadium. I love this kid. He's a um he's six three, right? Six three. Big-time talent, 270. Um, He was the 299th-ranked player by FCS, as FCS recruit by Hero Sports. I I see him along with Jaquan, him and Jaquan Howland. Now, we're talking about guys. I said Hummel could, no doubt, him and Torres, but. Billy Hambrook and Jaquan Allen, the two recruits off of this off of this starting class, off this class, who I feel like can earn starting jobs from day one. It's a big, it's a blank spot right there at guard, and as far as receivers go, there's not too many guys already. Javon Jones, you're looking at the second receiver. You got McGriggs, You got Javon Jones. um, The only guy I feel like, and you got the. the slot part, which is Des Boykin. I think he'll take slot with his size and his explosiveness. You know, you still got McGriggs so who's going to get some time there, also. You know, but I think Boykin is the slot. And But if you look at Javon Jones, you know, he's a very talented receiver, very talented guy, size, an athlete, just like um because he played quarterback in defense. You know, he played quarterback in college, Javon Jones. I mean high school. And Jaquan Allen, you know, he also was an athlete. They're both athletic, but Jaquan Allen's just better. Just to break it down to you, I think he's the second best receiver already on that team. Billy Hambrook, oh, man, listen, you put him in there right now, I guarantee you there's gonna be some people that's gonna be mad you put him in there on on, on opposing defenses man billy hambrick can get down i mean he I, i'm proud to see the man play because the boy can play fo- football it's a lot of bs going in the pro game you know they don't want you to touch nobody touch somebody on throw the whistle if you blow on somebody gonna blow the whistle and i i like to see people get beat up i'm sorry whatever say what you want i like to see them get beat up i hope ain't no mom listening to this oh he like to see it. he want to see my kid get beaten Quit bringing the football moms to the field, and they're going crazy. Be ready for football. (laughs) Jalen Goodman. Now, this is my guy. This is my my favorite. Listen, and I think he's just totally overlooked among football prospects. He does his job to an elite capacity, whatever it is. He was a wide receiver. He caught, like, 44 passes, 522 yards. He was a wide receiver. But, once again, Villanova always. You know what? One thing that's never been dented is their recruiting. You can say what you want; I don't care. Nobody can talk. Their recruiting has been an excellent, and they put him at cornerback, and he can play that. Put him at safety; he can play that. He's an elite defensive back. You know, he's just one of those guys who can make problems for you. He's going to be in every play. He's going to play to. He'll play with blood going down his, his forehead. He is a beast of a player. And when you got somebody like that, once again, there they go, loading up the secondary. They got so many good guys they can throw in the secondary. So many good guys. I think you'd be crazy to want to actually throw against Villanova. Defensive end, Jalen Howard. I don't even see, like, this guy. He's another elite talent. I mean, he's going to get after the quarterback. He had um, seven sacks last year, eight tackles for a 36 tackles. This past season with Woodbridge High School, I just think that Jalen Howard put him over there with Mikey Taylor, two good recruits. The defensive end needed a haul. I mean, Lorenzo Hernandez is in there, Jared Nelson, Gerasobel. They needed some help. They need some help. Malik Fisher's is, is doing his thing over there. They still need depth help to rotate some monsters, and they did it. I mean, Mikey Taylor and Jalen Howard. Then they got C.J. Presser this year cj presley man jesus another guy who i feel like out of philly out of philly i mean surprise to me real big surprise to me real big surprise to me you add him over there with all those guys and now now we're talking about a good line i mean you got taylor Howard and and Presley. Presley's going to be a beast. He's going to be a monster. Just just watch. Presley's going to be somebody he's going to be somebody everybody's going to be scared of. I mean, good to have him over there on that side because it's going to be something to look at. Lorenzo Hernandez is a guy I feel like nobody's seen the best of this kid. Lorenzo Hernandez is, watch out for him. Watch out for him. Jared Nelson, a, a monster. Like, watch these kids develop. Gary Zobel, Are you kidding me? Just watch how this line develops. And they're steady adding guys and going after guys. So watch how this line develops. Elijah uh, Solomon and and, uh, Elijah Glover. Two Elizas, right? Listen, Glover is an animal. I'm worried that he was an animal. Three sacks, three interceptions, two forced fumbles. The 167th ranked FCS recruit. A total elite defensive back. He's going to get in there. 62 tackles. He's going to get in there, and he's going to make problems for you. Not only did he do all this, I just said, he blocked the punt. This kid blocked the punt, which means he'll be able to get in there on special teams and be active. All right. He's a a pretty, pretty good player, and also... We are talking about what I was saying was Elijah Solomon. I'll tell you what about this kid here. Two Elijahs, two dogs. Once, I mean, I'm just so impressed with with the um, linebacker hall and, and defensive back hall that they really have every single recruiting class. And look at how pro, pro, uh, how much pro, production the DBs do for Villanova. Look how much production the linebackers get every year for Villanova. Being in a three four defense. You, 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 you tend to look at so much about this um, team as far as the linebackers and secondary because you had no choice. They're the playmakers. And Elijah Solomon, <laughs> wow! Now we know he's a super. I think he's the best. Listen, we talking about athletes on this team. He's the big, best athlete on this whole team. Yes, the best, the most elite athlete on this whole team. He had fifteen hundred yards. 18 touchdowns on offense, 8.4 yards per carry, but as a defensive guy, he had 120 tackles, three sacks, three interceptions, but check this out, he was a star on special teams, three blocked field goals and three punts, Block punts, yes, three blocked field goals and three block. who does that in the season? From college to football, college football to pro football, I'm pretty sure it's a lot of high school football players out there that don't get recognized, but this guy was on the stage, was recognized by a top FCS school, and he has that stat. That means watch out for Elijah Solomon on special teams immediately this year, immediately. He could even get us some points, block one, take it to the house, block one, somebody. Pick it up, take it to the house. To all FCS special teams, you should be very afraid of Liza South. Ray Juwan Pringle. 58 catches for 749 yards, y'all, eight touchdowns. This is a speed burner. Once again, another wide receiver. That's three. See, this is the first. I always, you know, I said this, you know, early. I said this when they was getting Jalen Howard and they were recruiting running best. They need to recruit more Receivers, they were after a couple of guys, uh, and and running backs, you had guys like Tyreek Brown, they didn't get um, a hell of a running back, they didn't commit. um, You look at receivers, they went after guys like three-star Alex Cherry, you know, they didn't get him. And they ended up getting two more, three more beasts. I mean, they really, at this whole time, was after receiving targets. You know, Jack Stanton, I'm just really anxious to see how he develops. Um, as a, as a tight end, and and that'll be a checkmate. Jaden Rollings, I was talking about all these guys, six five, three fifty three. I tell everybody it reminds me Ethan Greenridge right now is at the NFL Combine. He is a guy to watch, and I hope my guy gets drafted. um he was a t- he's a he, he's a top of the line offensive lineman, man. Period. He's a top of the line offensive lineman. You put him. That's another guy you're gonna have to watch out for. That could get a job. Starting. I mean, it's some talented guy because it's a it's, a, it's almost these guys are more to me. I'm looking at the roster of Villanova, and these guys scare the experienced guys like Wyatt Hummon, Jaden Rowling at the tackle position, and Billy Hambrick at the guard position. James Petrovic is still there. Nicholas Torres is still there. Anybody that's not, you know, been there about three years to three to four years, going to have a problem with these young guys because they're coming in to take your job. And I think, you know, a couple of them are going to do it. It's going to come out the last two years class who's going to be that guy, in my opinion. But uh, I could be wrong. We can see what happens. But these guys are going to prove it to me because these guys are good. I just Waxter, man. Waxter's is a track star. He's a track star. He went a 4-4, I mean. Oh, you put him at cornerback and you look at his uh 6'2, 190 size, and you mean to tell me yes, pure ball skills, who's gonna be able to outrun him? I think that's the main thing. Who's gonna be able to outrun him? He was he played some receiver, he had six touchdowns at receiver in high school, of course. I would use him too if I was a high school coach. He returned five pickoffs for a touchdown, so look for him to possibly be a returner in the future. All right. He had twenty one tackle, three interceptions. I mean, this guy is going to be even better. No, I mean, he has – listen, when you try to beat him down the field, you're going to have problems. When you try to beat him on cuts, you're going to have problems. Once he grabs, you know, gets hold of the defense, it's going to be something to watch. Another running back prospect, top guy, D. Will Barley, has happy feet. I call him feet. I mean, my sister had uh, – my sister called uh, Darren Sproles' feet. Because you know, Darren Sproles' run all you see his feet run sh- 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 He out of here, right? And D. Will Barley. How he runs, he runs with quickness. 1,500 all-purpose yards, twenty-two touchdowns. 5'9, 190. Explosive. He can be able, he can, he can make plays in so many ways for you. So, as we round out and talk about the um the class, and we break down. As much as I want to come back, we're going to come back and talk about this Villanova football class and round out. And we will talk about what guys could impact this year right here. You know what I mean? We're going to talk about it, take a little break. We're <laughs> i to make sure that real fair. No. I just poured something in my cup. I just wanted something I can say. I'm just saying, no, I'm letting make you. We back, we back. It's a quick break here. Now, and this, you know, I've said a little bit about the basketball class and talked a little bit, but here's the big thing here here's the ultimate ultimate thing um as we further approach um football season you know coming up this year and then you got uh also we talk about the 2019 class that could a basketball class that could add something that'll be a breakdown that'll come soon um but right now it's all football, and it's gonna be a good breakdown for the basketball class. Um, but the football—this is this is what it's about right now. Who I think will be the guys that could immediately impact from this squad? I, I already told you, Jaquan Allen, and Billy Hambrook. I just feel like those guys could make a make a move, and don't be surprised. Listen, Jalen Howard is a beast, and C.J. Presley. These two guys could prove something like Malik Fisher did. And Mikey Taylor's coming in this year. It's gonna be a good I'm I'm really anxious to see Lorenzo Heron, Hernandez and Jared Nelson. Guys like that really get their Garrezoba guys like that really get their time. I'm really into seeing how they progress as players. Um there's a couple other guys like Owen Thomas is a guy I wanna see get down. Uh Quashing Townsville is a guy, I think, that uh, can be explosive. Good to see Eamon Black do his thing. Forrest Ryan, Josh Patrick, all these guys are going to be guys that are going to step in and and, and definitely be good players. I think it's their time. No doubt in my mind, Drew Riley is going to be a leader of their squad, Keelan Hunter. It's just a very good defensive squad now. Very good. And then they got guys sitting back in the trenches waiting. I just think this is this is the perfect at this time this year this is the perfect way to develop this team. Guys that have been there for a, a minute, got some seniors that will also teach the uh underclassmen. And these are some real good underclassmen. These guys are going to come through and be good players. Do I think there's anybody in It's always somebody in defensive back in the secondary. Uh, it was I I called out Jaquan, I remember interviewing uh, Jaquan Amos and I said this guy was gonna be—he's an elite guy—and he turned out to be that. Christian Benford, I remember saying he was an elite guy. He turned out to be that. Um, Hero Sports also had these guys as a elite guy. They turned out to be that. And the crazy part—I didn't think they was gonna just, you know, come off and impact like that. So if there's anybody I feel like it will impact coming in this year, it'll be Elijah Glover. I think Elijah Glover from that from that—I think he can end up coming in and really, really being a guy. At safety. Um, and they might put him at what? Cornerback? There's a power, I think safety is his position. But he can play either one at an elite level. So, I think he'll, he'll be the guy to come through. I think Jalen Goodman is going to get some time and show what type of impact player he is. I'm anxious to see Elijah Solomon anywhere on the field. Whether it's special teams or whether it's defense. I'm anxious to see that. I'm really excited to see a lot of Solomon. Uh, the development of Connor Watkins is very important. Um, him and Quatter Ismail, it's important that they get close. They get close. They learn from each other. And cause they're two very, very skilled quarterbacks. Quatter Ismail comes from a legacy of, uh, NFL f- football with, uh, Rocket Ismail and, uh, Quadri Ismail. So, which is his dad. So I really feel like their pedigree is going to soak out to Villanova. It's going to be something nice to see, man. In all honesty, I just feel like this recruiting class, number two in the nation uh, among FCS recruiting classes, it's something, is a sight to see. And it was a big, big comeback for Villanova. Big comeback. Because after this season, you know, a lot of things went down. A lot of the older players were starting to, you know, Leave from the last two seasons, now you have a new, everybody's ready for the young talent, they want to see the new guys come in, well, you should be excited, you should be very, very excited, because the last three classes have been very impressive, and this third class just is the icing on the cake, it's just time for development now, it's time for development, 2020, you got guys like AJ, if you want to know about some recruits in 2020, AJ Morrison, cornerback. Oh yeah, he says Villanova's still on him. Oh yeah, this guy's good. Ricky Ortega, just go watch him. Get your get your camera phones out. All right, so you're going to see some guys uh really Zephron Lester that he's a target. There's going to be some guys, man. It's going to be some guys that are um they after but those are two guys you want to look at right now, AJ Morrison and uh and Ricky Ortega, those are two targets you want to think about right now. And as you can see, Villanova is still on their secondary, which is very important to the defense. And they are in, invested in the quarterback position, so invested. And I think if they get Ortega, that just makes them elite elite depth quarterbacks. Because you you'll got have a third string in Ortega. You have Connor Watkins at two. You have Quadier Ismail. What you do is you develop, you know, some good quarterbacks at that time. And now you got three good quarterbacks. You can throw somebody in if somebody you know, gets hurt. Because that was Villanova's problem, man. They had one quarterback that turned it toward a receiver. They had another quarterback that just, just wasn't cutting it. He couldn't he couldn't produce like he just wasn't cutting it. Jack was not cutting it, man. He was not cutting it. So they had to bring in some guys. Jack could probably fall back, just graduate from college, and that's all good. i have lots of love for Jack. But when it comes to football, and he just—I mean—he played his heart out. It wasn't like he set back and no, he just couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. All right, Quadir is just more talented, and then it's real hard to bring down a six-seven quarterback anyway. So if if you got a sorry six-seven quarterback, one thing that's going to be hard to do is bring him down. Well, this guy has talent. I'm just anxious to see Ishmael playing for Villanova. And what I'm telling you about him and Jackson. Jackson and Ishmael and Jaquan Allen, possibly. But I think it's Jackson and Ismail. They will put Villanova on the map as a football school. And then looking at the AAF, a lot of these guys out of the FCS are going to get a lot of opportunity because the AAF, man. XFL is coming back. This time, they got to make it a league, though. I hope they don't do the he hate me and all that. We need a league, man. Put his name on the back of that. Quit all this playing. If he come back like that, I'm not watching it. If Vince McMahon come back like that, I'm not watching it. He hate me. Man, that's not his name. It's crazy. Everything ain't a gimmick, Vince McMahon. The AAF is great. Sensational. I know it's not, of course, it's not going to be the talent of NFL. That's like saying the G League is the talent of the NBA. It don't make no sense. But it is going to allow, it, it will get better, just like the G League. Let me tell you something. The G League has come a long way for the NBA, a super long way, a super long way. I'm talking about it's so much, the talent level now in the G League is, is is up to the ladder. It really is. It really is. The G League has a lot of talent now, a, a whole handful of it. So soon the AF is going to have all these guys who didn't get drafted. Who, you know, uh, got cut from teams and, oh, and it's going to be a very, very big, and give it five years. I say five years. You're going to see that AA, AAF what is it, 2019 by 2024. You're going to be like, wow, look at the AAF. So, and then, you know, it could even be sooner. It could be in two or three years because the AAF It's more play, seven rounds in NFL draft. When guys don't get drafted, most of the time they don't even know where to go. You know, you know, of course they're gonna to go to a team's gonna to try to pick them up, but most of those guys either be on the practice squad or don't make a team. So they're defending for their careers, they're not playing football, they're on practice squads. You know what I'm saying? Now all those guys got somewhere to go to develop themselves. So all these guys are not just gonna to go to the grocery store, they're not gonna to try to look for another business or look for another life or look in their degree and say, What should I do? They're gonna go play football either at the AAF or the XFL. So now football is getting a little bit better now. And then guess what? Football and the guy so popular, Trevor Lawrence, that they are talking about, oh man, why don't we let these kids come out as freshmen, man? One thing is this. I've never quite agreed with, the football part of things, because football is a tough sport. If you're if you're an 18 year old football player and you put that 18 year old football player in there with a bunch of grown men, he gonna most of the time your body not being developed and going to play physical football, you're gonna get shredded up into cheese out there with them grown men with pads. It's different with basketball. You get to go around people shoot. You know it ain't, it's physical. You're gonna get kids because they're not their body's not developed enough. And they're going to have the opportunity to leave. And you think some people mess up their career. Oh, my God. It's wait till they get out there with them grown men and be 18. All right. So I just feel just like with the NBA thing. I mean, I'm not going to talk about that here because it's all football. Y'all got to wait till the next Villanova Radio and it's basketball that's coming soon. I'm all about football today. I just want to get on a little thing for the basketball fans about don't worry about it. I get more into all that. But listen, this is all football. Football did great. All the football fans, shout out to all the families of the football recruits. I'm out of here, y'all. This is definitely been a great, 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 great recruiting class. I'm just so proud of this class. Once again, Chris Bolton. Uh, congratulations being offensive coordinator, Nathan Pagan. It's gonna be big. So, um, I'm out of here, y'all. Until next time. me, I'm chopping my bullets, I'm my clips. I'm writing down names, I'm making a list. I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real was the diet, the fake was the slip. The game is all balance, I'm back on my shit. The Bentley is dirty, my sickness is dirty.